Hey everyone, Tucker Dixon here, and Vinny's back, baby. And if not be outdone by Blind Mike, he decided to make an episode that was even less downloaded. So let's head off to Mississippi. Vinny starts off with a creep who pioneered two things in modern society, sending unsolicited dick pics and a black man being shot by police. Carl's group, on the other hand, started out making a lot of really good points about the left, but just like most people who do that, kind of took it a little too far. As for my creepiest person from Mississippi, that would have to be Jimmy Buffett. He ruined both Key West and karaoke. I can't go to either anymore. Thanks, Jimmy. Anyways, that's all I got for this week. Tucker, out. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. If you want something to smile about, just say cheeseburger at McDonald's. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Uh, creepos, welcome back to your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps. For you creeps, I am your host. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And joining me today in studio... That is one big pile of shit. It's Carl. Hey, what's happening, Vinny Paulino? Good to see you, my friend. I was on Game Point last week. I was on Game Point last week. I was coming up against Game Point last week and was a bit nervous about today. But uh, I'm happy to say I happened to see the results of our poll. And it looks like... <laughs> Cousaroo's coming through. I'm going to say this, Carl. Please. My guy was disgusting. Digging up bodies, mm -hmm. chopping people's heads off, just hanging out in their house. Mm -hmm. But you brought the founder of the White Knights of the KKK. Yeah. And there's nothing I hate more than a White Knight. So congratulations, <laughs> yes, Carl. Thank you very I'm much. I'm not even going to argue it. Very, thank I'm, you, I, I mean, the guy's too fucking rough for the regular KKK. He yeah. had to start his own branch. I'm not going to argue this. That guy sucks. Yeah. Congrats. So... Vinny, what's the score right now of our current contest? Four to three. Wow. Okay. Four to three. We got a good one going this time. And uh, we still have to do that uh, tandem bicycle thing. I was just thinking about yeah, that Yeah, we saw. I saw your brother the other day. Now, the great news is Carl's brother, for some reason, owns a tandem bicycle. <laughs> he does, yes. We have picked the spot where we're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to go down to the Fairport Canal so we could wave at people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got to do that before the summer uh, ends here. Hey, Grant, what are you doing Saturday morning? Fuck off on that WATP stuff. Let's go ride the tandem bike together, Carl. <laughs> we do have to schedule it. We'll have to get on that. But you anyway. Know, you know what, man? I say let's just pull the Band-Aid off. Let's go Sunday morning. You mean this Sunday coming up? Yeah. Um, I could probably do that. There you go, folks. We're getting things done around here. 
Let's talk about today's episode, though, shall we? Yes. Too much looking at the past. Let's look towards the future. We took your suggestions on Twitter this week, and someone suggested creepiest fast food worker. And I said, that is a fantastic idea because those people, you know, not for nothing, they're practically the dredges of society. Right. And actually, when I thought it was going to be just fast food employee, I had a pretty good one ready to go. Talk about retarded. Talk about retarded. Perhaps I'm a retard. Yeah, Patrick Michael famously worked at Arby's for a stint. Uh, oh, no. But <laughs> I, I like think, Arby's. I think we made it a little bit more specific than just That's fast right. food employee. Here's the great thing. When we do creepiest Arby's employee, you are free to present <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Michael. Great. He did bash that child's head in. He did. Today, though, we're going to stick with a true American classic. We're going to stick with really... The number one fast food chain that's out there in the hearts and minds of most fat people. It's McDonald's, baby. McDonald's. Also, I want to point out that uh, Chicky McNug's favorite fast food restaurant is McDonald's. So this goes out to you, Tony Michaels. I'm dedicating this episode to Tony Michaels, Mr. Chicky McNug's. Tony Michaels sucks, but either way, in today's episode of The Creep Off, we are going to be talking about the creepiest employee from McDonald's. Not named Ray Kroc. They did a whole movie about why that guy was a creep. Right. Now, Carl, you won last week. That means you have to go first. Who did you pick? My creep is a guy known as Walter Garner because that is his name. In October of 2020. Great transition. Laney started working at a Pittsburgh area McDonald's at just 14 years old. Because she was under 18, she needed a work permit signed by her parents and school in order to work during the school year. And things went fine until January, when the manager on her shift changed. Walter Garner, then 41 years old, started sexually harassing her and two other minor employees and made sexually explicit comments, including innuendos about a spilled milkshake. Uh, it looks like I came all over the counter. Look at it. And then he just sat there like licked the counter. He's like, come on, you should try this. Here, come splash, on, girls. Splash some of this on your face. Oh, come got, here. got some on your shirt. And saying that he wanted her to be his happy meal. Mm. Pretty good one. If you're going to pick it. up uh, an employee at McDonald's, you got to have good lines like that. I want to open up your happy meal box and eat what's in it. You get it, honey? Hey, is there a special prize for me in there or what? Gardner's verbal harassment escalated to brushing against Lainey, touching her hair, and asking to see her after work. The location's hiring manager spoke to Lainey and two other girls over the phone about Gardner's harassment but nothing happened. Garner even continued to work the same shift as Laney. So you got this old guy creeping on this 14-year-old girl. She mentions it to the management. And they say, yeah, it's fine. We'll talk to him. Tell we'll as old as time. The harassment escalated to rape in February uh -oh. of 2021. Garner followed Gee. Laney into the McDonald's bathroom during her shift, grabbed her, pulled off her uniform, and forced himself on her. According to the lawsuit Laney and her parents filed against McDonald's in September, she went into shock, wanted to forget the whole thing happened, and kept working for Garner. Here's a, uh, a news report. Did he go, that's your 10-minute break, by the way. <laughs> As he it was, leaves. It was, it was more like a minute and a half, but yeah. The rape of a 14-year-old girl employee at this McDonald's franchise is horrific, only made worse by the background of the manager who raped her. 
42-year-old Walter Garner, who pleaded guilty to the rape last year, had previously served time in prison for the indecent assault of a 10-year-old girl in 2003. That's right. Did he not put that on the uh, that felony conviction on the application? He did not, and there was no background check done. He's been registered as a lifetime sex offender under Megan's law in Pennsylvania for that 2003 conviction of aggravated indecent assault on a 10-year-old girl, and now he's managing a 14-year-old girl at McDonald's. While investigating an unrelated cash register theft, the location's owner, hiring manager, and another manager watched security footage of Garner groping Laney. They talked to him about the incident, but didn't discipline him. They were wondering where the $18 went from the register. Right, that was the more important. These that was the pressing places. concern. Jesus Christ. Gardner continued harassing her and coerced her into sexual acts outside of work. Gardner only faced consequences when he showed photos of himself and Laney to another minor employee he was targeting, and that girl t- told her school, which called the police immediately. Gardner was arrested in April and charged with a felony and three misdemeanors. This is the attorney for Laney and her parents. This is frankly the worst case in the country where where we have McDonald's allowing a known pedophile rapist to be employed as a manager of a 14-year-old employee and then rape that employee. Yeah. You try getting help after the pandemic. It is hard to find good good employees these days. I mean, they're fifth. They're paying fifteen dollars an hour now. So we're in April now. The rape happened in February. It continued this harassment. He was harassing other employees. It wasn't until he was arrested and charged with a felony that they finally fired him. So there is a pending lawsuit going on. This family is suing the franchise owner. They're suing McDonald's corporate. They're suing everyone, baby. And I am rooting for Lainey and her family because that's some pretty fucked up shit. That's not good. Not good. All right. Well, that's one creep that worked at McDonald's out of possibly billions. By the way, credit to Jezebel.com where I got that story from. I, I figure I should probably start crediting sources because true crime podcasters have gotten in trouble for not doing that in the past. Oh, really? Yes. Walter Gardner is my creep. Vinny, what do you got, buddy? Well, my creep today might be the most fucking enterprising employee in McDonald's history, Carl. Wow. I will also prove today that he is the creepiest. My creep today, his name is Abdul Elahai. He has been labeled as one of Britain's worst online sexual predators. He targeted 2,000 people across the world for three years beginning in 2017. Who's got that kind of time? How often is he working? Is he a part-timer or something? He's a part-time McDonald's employee who is making all of his money online. And I want to tell you a couple things about this Oh, he's making money online? I thought he was just harassing Carl, this guy is unreal. When I found this, I was like, I I don't want to go in public anymore. Like, to, to know that there's people like this out there. He's not looking dude, for you, Vinny. Trust me. You're fine. He's you're looking, safe. No, he was looking for everybody, Carl. You don't know what you're talking <laughs> All about. All right, let's get into it, buddy. Okay. Let's hear it. Elahai was living in his family home, and his only legitimate income was working at a McDonald's. His main source of income, however, makes him the unbelievable creep. In fact, the court system in Britain said that he was in a, quote, league of his own. Okay? Elahai masqueraded as a stockbroker and a rich businessman on Sugar Daddy websites. Okay. He promised payments of thousands of dollars in Bitcoin. He would offer to pay off women's debts, and he particularly targeted women with low incomes, 
on these websites that he knows are just looking for money. Hold on a second. I got to stop you right there. So I'm not familiar with this. Okay. But isn't it the woman who goes on the Sugar Daddy website Uh looking to get money? Isn't it Uh kind of on their... Uh-huh. And sure. where the problem is here. I mean, if- He's still the problem. But I, yes, I know I, what you're saying. I, I understand it. what you're saying. Let's hear it. And let me tell you something. The police in England agreed with a lot of your line of thinking as well. Okay. Which made this even worse. Cool. Okay. This guy, I'm going to say, is a straight predator. He was straight up hunting for people who met the conditions of what he needed. Now, predator like the uh, Nashville Predators and that uh, logo that you produced? Sorry, I'm still triggered by that. <laughs> exactly like it. You're going to be able to get your your Rochester Predator stickers at the oh, live show, oh, good, which okay. is sold out, by the way. Yay! Great job, everybody. So he singled out victims who were in debt or too young to legitimately be on the sites. Okay. He would trick them into sending him photographs of themselves. That's not a trick. That's why they go on these sites. Okay. But he was pretending to be someone else. Of course. That's, okay. that's what everyone on the internet does, pretending so, to be someone else. He would send fake screenshots of money leaving his account in similar transactions to convince victims that he was legit. And then would Wait, he sent fake, fake screenshots? Fake images like, oh yeah, I just sent the money to your account. He sent fake screenshots? What was this, Alex Jones? Listen to what I'm telling you. <laughs> God. He would send them this thing like, oh, you didn't get it? Well, here, hit me up on the WhatsApp which he would get these people off of these sites as fast as possible onto the WhatsApp, mm-hmm. which is encrypted on both ends. Okay. Okay. So once he gets them what on that? the what, WhatsApp. 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 That's it. When he received enough revealing images from these women, he would get them to send them titty shots, just pretty vanilla, like normal. What else? Yeah, what else? Kind of keep going. The, yeah. the beef. He gets some beef. Yeah. And the second he would have those photos, Carl, here's what would happen just eventually asked for more and more like naked photos and then more like violent and graphic pictures violent on like inflicting on myself asking if i've got younger siblings um yeah and then just got more and more graphic asking me to like hit myself just really degrading stuff um so and then obviously you say no and then he just reminds you of the addresses that he's got as soon as he's got one picture of you that's it so what he would do is, oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. He would then say, "Oh, I have these pictures of you, and here's your mom's address. Mm-hmm. Here's the address of your church. The typical blackmail stuff." Sure. But Carl, things got really dark because there are multiple suicides mm. that are attached to this guy because of his scam. They were also he was also specifically targeting underage girls who were on these sites that shouldn't have been on there. So he was producing child pornography as well. Wow. But Carl, was this all just for his own use? No, Carl. He was harvesting all of this into what he called box sets. Okay. A who doesn't bo- like a good box set? The they would be abusive images. Now there's all sorts of <laughs> things. He would have girls cut themselves. He had one woman molesting her little sister, one underage girl molesting her little sister and taking video of it. (laughs) These box sets would contain upwards of a terabyte of fucking child porn, revenge porn, all of the shit that he made these women do. (laughs) A terabyte's a thousand hours and possibly up to 310,000 photos. That's how much is in a terabyte. Carl asked me how much. How much what? 
How much did he get for a box set? Oh, how much money? How much did you get for a box set? Twenty five k. Wow, really? That's what it goes for? This kid was working at McDonald's. What is your hard drive worth, Vinny? Fucking less than nothing. <laughs> I got to pay people for storage. So these images that were combined that he had were basically humiliating and degrading stuff that he would make these girls do. Eat poop. Do terrible things. He would make them do it to not get these videos. He would basically get the vanilla stuff and then force them into doing the real dark sick shit they wanted to have nothing to do with. And that's what he would sell. Okay. So these women's stuff is all over the internet now. Yeah. And they're being blackmailed that they're not going to tell their friends and family, but the shit's going out there anyway. So That's fascinating. Please go on. He got arrested in December of 2018. Okay. No charges were filed. They just arrested him and let him go. A- apparently, a whole lot of women were calling and complaining to the police about this man. And they were like, oh... Well, you shouldn't have sent him the photos. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Right? And then they would say, <laughs> oh. Point. And then they would go, oh, you used the WhatsApp? Oh, that shit's encrypted. Sorry, we can't help you. It wasn't until 2020 when a 15-year-old in North Dakota committed suicide over this. <laughs> the FBI got involved. <laughs> and they say, say the FBI never does anything good. The FBI had to fucking go and start yelling at the NCA and pressure them. And they finally put together this giant picture of what this guy was doing. It took them two years to put all the pieces together of this elaborate network. Okay. Not only was this man doing this for himself, Carl. You're right. He was charging people to take his class on how to do it for yourself. Oh, that's smart. Yes. This guy. Once you figure out a scam, you can teach people how to do the scam. That's part of the scam. This creep did not leave a penny on the goddamn ground, Carl. That's smart. So I don't know. I'm starting to think that McDonald's doesn't really work into this at all. The guy just had a job there once. Well, he worked there while he was doing this. So at night, he's fucking blackmailing people. And then in the next day, he's like, You want fries with that? Uh huh. I work at McDonald's. Here's the big problem, though, Carl. He was so, selling this what's stuff. What's the interesting part? Yeah, he was selling this stuff, right? Right. Yeah. That's 25, not good. What about grand for a box set? That that's not good. He wasn't just selling it though. <sighs> uh oh. <sighs> gets worse. Okay. Christy Elizabeth Nichols. She's 35 years old. She admitted that she knew Elahi from a sugar daddy website, and together. They worked on two sexual assaults against a little boy and made videos themselves of this child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was not only blackmailing women to producing the most awful kinds of porn there are with children hurting themselves, eating shit. Uh, he's also uh, fucking children my. with a woman that he blackmailed who's also in prison now. Now... When the cops finally caught up with him, he was fucking toast because there was a paper trail. They did a very good job of investigating this guy. Okay. He pled guilty to, I believe, 158 charges, including blackmail, disclosing private sexual films and photographs to cause distress, making and disturbing indecent images of children, encouraging the sexual assault of children, sexually assaulting a boy, causing or inciting children to engage in sexual activity, fraud of possessing more than 65,000 indecent images of children. He pled guilty and is now spending the next 32 years in prison. All right. That is Abdul Elahi, the most enterprising employee McDonald's has ever had. 
Yeah, well, I mean, look at it. If he's te- teaching classes on this, is there somewhere I can sign up for that? Because I, I wouldn't go in the same direction that he would go, but I just need to know how to get started. You know? That's my my biggest problem, but he's just getting started. Please don't get started. Okay. <laughs> Please don't get started. So, anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, you can vote on Reddit this week. Abdul Elahai, and I have something behind me right now. Make Carl spin that next week. No, we get we're gonna we're gonna continue on here. Make we're gonna tie it up. Carl spin we're it next week. Tie it up. Week. I have an exciting four to four episode coming up. So uh, I'm feeling good about that. Since you just picked a guy who worked at McDonald's, had nothing to do with the story at all. I think I'll probably win this week. He was a McDonald's employee. Yep. Yep. I know. Hey, you know what I was gonna bring was the original Evil Grimace. I was going back and watching these old yeah, commercials. Yeah, he, he was the heel. Yeah, Grimace was the heel on these old McDonaldland commercials, but the quality sucks so bad. But he used to have like speaking roles and stuff, and he would steal the milkshakes. I am the Grimace. I am here to steal out milkshakes. Yeah, I know. It was like a Shakespearean actor playing him. Um, it but... was Sir Alec Guinness. People don't realize that. <laughs> he was, yeah. He was actually uh, Grimace. I am more milkshake than man. How about we just get into some voicemails? All right, let's do it. Can we do that? Brought to you by the city of Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. We here at Syracuse are equally as upset as you that a level two sex offender was allowed to work with victims of sexual violence. We have a strict rule here. Level one sex offenders only. See you in Syracuse. First voicemail of the day. Vinny, fuck off, Carl. Uh, Vinny, I had my Vinny Paulino moment the other day. I met up with a friend I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, and he was like, we got talking about comedy. He was like, yeah, I like Burt Kreischer. And I was like, oh, you like Burt Kreischer, do you? And you like when he takes his little shirt off? You like the machine? That was funny 12 years ago, right? He was like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I don't like Burt Kreischer. Like, like instantaneously. I just used your lines. And I was like, all right, good. Uh, but he was blown away when I told him my favorite comic, and that's Vinny Paulino. <laughs> Just kidding, it's Stuttering John. Yeah. Oh, you got me there at the end. I actually want to give credit to that for Carl, because I think him and I were talking about this. So we were just like, oh, you like the machine? You like that? Yeah, you yeah. like that? Is that funny? Is that a good one for you? Is that a funny joke? Is that a good story? Yeah, anytime someone brings up Burt Kreischer to you, please do that. Yeah. Because I, I think it's almost shaming people into think about what they're saying, and I think it's probably a good choice. Yeah, I agree. All right. This one's for you, Carl. Hey, Carl, I'm worried about your co-host, Paulino Poundcake, there. Um, last week, he asked you to play the fuck you drop and said, thank you, Sheiky baby. Um, he knows that that's from Ed Wood and not the Iron Sheik, right? Drink. So here's Drink. the deal. I, Ed Wood is my favorite movie. And I did make a mistake. I said the wrong thing. I was having a mini stroke. Thank you for your concern. You don't do anything that's a mini. Not by I was having a major stroke. Yeah, okay. That that I would believe. Hey, I got a voicemail for us Please. here. Creep off wheel of consequences idea. Grow and maintain a pedo stash for one month. See. What do you think, Benny? We both have to shave the beards off. Right. You have to just have the pedo mustache for a month. That's funny. I don't know if I could do that. I would rock that for a month just would to be. You? Yeah, it'd be stupid. I, I never do mowing. Actually, I, <sighs> I'd have to pick the month, though. 
I got way too many gigs coming up. I'm not going to fucking See? show up with a fucking See, that, that's the problem right there. It's perfect for the isotopes. Nobody's going to give a shit. That's true. Our, our drummer often has the pedal stash going. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have a creep report, Carl. Okay. Creep report! Today's creep report is me. I was at a drive through and the cutie collecting the orders was a cutie, and I was like, hey... What are you doing tomorrow? And she's like, I'm in high school. I said, sweet. So I left a big tip, and then I fucked off. Uh, so, yeah. That's been the creep report! Oh, yeah. I'm not in high school. She didn't look like she'd be in high school. You know, giant milkers and all that. You know, you, you would have made the same mistake. So, you know, fuck off. That's a creep report, folks. That's a very good creep report right there. I wonder what state that gentleman is in, because in the state that I live in, 17, 18, you could be in high school and still be legal. Here's a great question. It should be based on the size of your tits, though, really. I think that's how you should decide who has to work in the kitchen and who doesn't, but... Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, who's front of the house and who's yep, back of the house. Right. Hey, ironing board. Get back to <laughs> go, the fryer. Go for the burger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a uh, request from a listener. Hello, what's up, Vinny? What's up, Carl? Uh, I just got a quick request, really. Uh, I was supposed to see the Electric Six this weekend, and they backed out of the tour, so I was hoping you would play Carl's rendition of Gay Bar for me. Thanks a lot. Bye. Your wish is my command. That's all I got. All right. I just had the clip. Yeah, Electric Six is a great bet. It sucks, buddy. I'm sorry to hear that. Okay, this is a voicemail from a new listener. Okay. Hi, I'm Dr. Harley Quinn. I'm a new listener. I think I've heard about your show from Hack the Movies or Shuli. Shuli's nice. He's hit like on my tweets before. Hey, you all have any good episodes I can listen to that have lots of piles of I like skin. Anyway, I don't like stuttering John either. Anytime you pause one of his videos, it looks like he's doing an impression of the O-face of the first guy at the pinball machine in The Accused. You're next, college boy. Well, bye. Thanks for listening. This episode could be hard to listen to. I would recommend you go listen to the Catherine Knight episode if you want to know about skin. That's my advice to you. Carl, you got any more voicemails? No, I'm a little bit uh, creeped out right now, Vinny. <laughs> That's all I got, man. I think it's a great time. <laughs> I think it's a great time to move over to uh, the Scum Parade. Driving children of Carl, today's Scum Parade is brought to you by our Patreon. 
patreon.com slash the creep off. They might be breaking terms of service, but you can't prove it, you little bitch. I love that voicemail so much. People are having a hard time finding us on Patreon. You, you have a theory that we're shadow banned. I do. And uh, the other night we were at Jim Norton's comedy show, and Trucker Andy pulled out his phone. And he said, I can't find you guys on Patreon. And he showed us. He, he searched it on the Patreon app, and no results showed up. So we got to look into that. Interesting. Yeah, there's something weird going on there. But anyway, yes, we we do have a Patreon, and I'm sure there's a link to it from our website, right? There is. So, folks, let's start off today. Last week, we had a great time. We started off with old uh, glass-eyed Edie McClurg. Mm-hmm. Remember, she was being uh, abused. So today, we're going to talk about another celebrity who's uh, having a rough time. Anne Heche? No. Oh, a d- different one? Things are actually getting better for Anne Heche, I feel. Oof. We're going to talk about actor Eddie Deason. Yeah. For those of you who don't know who Eddie Deason is, he is uh, Eugene from the movie Grease. He's been a voice actor in a million things. He's basically like uh, the king of the nerds, they call him. Yeah, he was also on Punky Brewster in the 80s. I don't remember that. You didn't watch Punky Brewster? No. Did you see how big her cans got? Well, I'll watch her now. Yeah, all right. <laughs> actor Eddie Deason has been found not competent to stand trial in a nursing home burglary case. Hold on, that first sentence on here on Yahoo News is, actor Eddie Deason is, has been found not competent. Yeah. I think he just wanted to work in has been in there. <laughs> <laughs> is, has been. Yep, that is sentence. They say he has a mental disorder. The actor who played geeky Eugene Felsnick in Grease musical films and Eddie in the 1980s sitcom Punky Brewster also had been transferred to the Maryland Department of Health for treatment. According to Allegheny County Circuit Court records, He's considered to be a danger to himself and others and remain under the health department's care until the court believes he's no longer poses a threat. Now, there was a they cite the containment order that was filed on August 4th because apparently he broke into a nursing home and was leaving notes that were threatening to the residents. Yeah. So during the day, this guy's a problem, but I hear he's most dangerous on those summer nights. It wasn't in the article. I was just speculating. I did not like that. Police nabbed Eddie and said, you're the one that I want. Eddie and a prison cell go together like Rama Lama Lama Ka Dinga Da Dinga Dong. Hey, actually, Carl, do that last part again. Rama Lama Dama Ka Dinga Da Dinga Dong. Do do um do up. Do do um do up. What the fuck? <laughs> oh man. So he is uh, being held in the nut hut. He was trespassing on a privately owned nursing home in Allegheny County, leaving notes for the residents. He had also been previously charged with breaking into vehicles of his neighbors. Well, yeah, he thought it was a real pussy wagon. That's why he broke into that car. Why do I not have boom <laughs> I know. on my board? I'm going to fix that. <laughs> Note to self. Let's Heckle go Carl more often. Let's go to Missoula, shall we, Carl? All right. You don't want any more Grease uh, song uh, jokes? That's fine. We can move on. I'm going to fight you. Yep. Missoula. Missoula police report they arrested a man for attempted kidnapping at a Western Montana fair Friday afternoon. This story is particularly scary. If you have kids... Fucking watch them in public. Holy shit that we have to say this to you. Don't let your kids run off. It's not like when we were kids when you could fucking go ride your bike all goddamn day all over town. 
fucking watch your children. I disagree with everything you just said. You think that this is happening all the time, Vinny? It, it just, we happen to hear the news about it. This isn't a common occurrence that's going on. I know you like to think that way, but here's I do. the problem. I do like to think that way. These things happen because of crimes of opportunity, Carl. True. The creep, which we have established, are goddamn everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. I'm getting paranoid. They're fucking everywhere. We found them in every state in our country so far. The second you take your eyes off your kids, they're going to get fucked to death. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I just want everybody to put that on the record right now. If you right. do not pay, if you're not looking at your child right now, there's odds are a stranger is face fucking your child. Yeah, turn around real quick. See what's going on back there. Oh, they stopped. <laughs> when, you look, when you turn and look, you just hear. <laughs> Okay, maybe your child isn't going to get fucked to death if you turn away for a second. But if you turn away at a state fair, your kid's getting fucked to death. Can we at least agree on that, Carl? No, we can't. But I, there are creeps at state fairs. I, I This I will tell you. I, th- that's a place I would not bring children at all. If I, were, I wouldn't even want to be there in the first place. So this guy, Robert Price, walked up to this child and straight up picked it up and started running. That's some old-fashioned kidnapping right there. Ah! When you hear kidnapping, you never think it's actually someone just scooping up a child and running with them. Like you That's hear about what this was, though. You hear about the luring. Sure. I just watched that movie Black Phone last night. That that was creepy about child abduction, man. Like th- there's ways these creeps do it. This guy, nothing fancy. Yeah. This is an old school technique. So he starts. You would think a guy like this probably has gotten in trouble for a lot of things throughout his life, right, Vinny? He. He's gotten in trouble for some things. Yeah? Yeah. He was also seen doing some unsettling behavior at the fair before this went down. He ran with the kid in his arms. He was pursued by uh, parents and other uh, people at the fair. And finally, he put the kid down, and then law enforcement caught him and took him into custody. The attempted kidnapping occurred Friday when the child's father stepped back to take a photograph of the child enjoying a fair activity. Not only did this guy scoop up and grab a kid, he was waiting till the dad was like taking a photo. Yeah. Do you really think that's the best time to try to grab the kid when you're there's photographic get, evidence? You're probably right gonna there? get caught when you do that. Who took your kid? Well, it's this guy right here. Look at my digital camera. Jesus, stupid idiot. They arrested Bryce on charges of assault with a weapon, animal cruelty, and additional charges on August 10th of last year. He was released on his own recognizance. Subsequently, Price went to the Western Montana Fair where the attempted kidnapping took place. Hold on a second. I read this differently. I thought that he was arrested the day before this kidnapping, and he was he was let go. He was. It was the day before, not last year. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, yeah. I'm totally misread So this part. guy literally was arrested for animal cruelty, and the cops said, okay, just promise you won't beat up any more dogs. He goes, oh, we didn't say anything about kids. Oh, we're going to have some fun tomorrow. Hey, guys, listen, I know you want to take me in and arrest me, but I got a big day planned tomorrow. I'm going to the fair. (laughs) Yeah, right. The case is still under investigation, and uh, this time no additional details are being released. That's a creep. That's a creep. Yeah, that's we we asked that, I think, episode two. What, What is a creep? That's a creep. Yep. Let's talk about a woman named Marlaza Medeiros. She was arrested in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, after reportedly trying to sell her offspring to buy drugs. The mom from San Pedro was said to have been planning to swap eight of her ten children for drugs. She was taken into custody in August last year for promising or carrying out the delivery of a child to a third party upon payment or reward. Her barbaric bartering was only exposed when cops discovered she had already sold 
her one and a half year old daughter in April of 2020. Now that kid is with a, another family. She did it for twenty seven dollars. Drugs are bad. I like how they are really focused in this article about the dollar amount she was able to get for selling your children off, where I don't think that makes a difference for a couple of reasons. One, I think getting rid of the kids probably helps out her lifestyle quite a bit. Sure. So if anyone would just sure. take them off her hands. Gets the cost down. Probably, probably a good thing. Down. Sure. Yeah, buy two, get two free. I don't know what kind of deals she had going yeah, on. Yeah, but can I tell you something, Carl? This is just me now. As a consumer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. From you, you like a good BOGO deal, don't you, Vinny? Well, everybody likes a sale, but when you see things marked down that drastically. Mm, yeah, you think there's something wrong with the You think products. there might be something wrong with the product. And <laughs> yeah. I'd say that, you know, maybe you could have started up a little higher and negotiated your way down. Well, I don't You'd be even surprised know. what you get when you start high. I don't even know if this woman has any children. She might just be selling things that don't even exist. I'll sell her children 15 bucks a kid. All right? Guys, if you want her children, send me a PayPal. And because and, uh, they can't find these kids, Vinny. They have no idea where these kids are. They're like, she's selling her kids. We don't know where they are. I don't know if they exist. They don't know where they are. That is absolutely correct. Right. I don't, none of this makes any the sense The only to one me. they know about is the one that she actually sold. Right. None because that kid's sense. physically with the family. So the child that was with the family was found and handed over to child services. She apparently on record has 10 more children. But the only one that was with her is with its father. So yeah. where these other kids are, nobody has any idea. She may have already sold them. She might be trying the same scam twice. This is a really bonkers story. Drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. It doesn't Don't. say what kind of drug she's on either. I like how it says she's looking for a fix. Yeah, I like to know what kind of drugs people are doing when they're selling their children. You know? I have questions about this article. I'm guessing uh, probably the heavier ones. The, the heavier, heavier drugs? drugs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's go down. Thank you! A Key West, Florida, Carl. This is a fun story. Watch your kids, folks. <laughs> Again. Even just, when they're sleeping, stare at them. This guy has the right idea because he has cameras around. Yeah. But the thing about having the cameras on is you have to watch them. True. Okay. Key West, Florida. A 36-year-old woman was reportedly caught on camera trying to fatally smother her boyfriend's 7-year-old son with a pillow and a blanket attempted murder of a seven-year-old? That's yeah. embarrassing. Well, I would have submitted the video to America's Funniest Home Video. Yeah, so like, no look, at, look at her trying to fucking kill the baby. She can't even kill a seven-year-old. This is so what fucking lame. I put the music to it. We're just trying to smother the kid and the kid wiggling away. Get back here. Her inability to follow through here, she's not going to be successful in life. I don't like people who start projects and never complete them. You can't just start to kill a child. Right. That's my point. The child's father reportedly told authorities that he noticed behavioral changes with his kid, and he also said his son would wake up with a sw with swollen, irritated eyes. Police said the father started to review video footage from inside his home, and the recordings allegedly showed Amber Desiree Pratt covering the child's head and body with a pillow and blanket, forcing, forcefully pushing her weight on his body. The boy was reportedly seen on the video squirming, he later told investigators he couldn't breathe and struggled to get out of the suspect's hold. Jeez Louise. So either she's trying to kill this kid or she's straight up just trying to torture a child. Yeah. I sometimes have a hard time falling asleep at night, Vinny. I think we all go through uh, some insomnia from time to this time. This bitch is not a weighted blanket, Carl. Could you imagine if you never know if your stepmom's going to try to murder you or not? I'd have a real hard time getting some shut-eye. In other instances, video footage allegedly revealed Pratt entering the child's bedroom and approaching the victim while he was asleep. 
According to police, Pratisid sprinkling an unknown substance on the victim's head and face area, causing an immediate reaction to the child. This allegedly <laughs> happened multiple times. So she was sprinkling something on this kid's face, and the kid's like, ah, what the fuck is this? I think it was like itching powder or something. Some kind of fun prank she was doing. Yeah, not the Sandman. Pratt, whose occupation is listed as veterinary technician, was arrested and booked into the Monroe County Detention Center on August 7th for attempted first-degree premeditated murder and child abuse. I hope she's better with those animals than she is at murdering a seven-year-old. I wouldn't want her fixing my cat up listen, knowing that she can't even follow through with murdering a seven-year-old. Listen, people have to put their animals to sleep, and they want it done properly. <laughs> yeah, you I don't want pillow, it done by blanket. this, this fucking amateur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, this is a this is a fucked up story, Carl. We got an extra one for you today. Oh, great! And a video posted to a social media on Thursday. Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivy described 32 year old Erica Black as quote a sorry individual. Now, there's a lot of editorializing from the sheriff. Here. <laughs> I know. Was this when new cops get to call people out? Is that part of their jobs now? I'm kind of a fan of it right now. I like this guy because this woman is. <laughs> You know, I've been thinking about this. You know how you actually paid me a nice compliment on the show with Mike where you said Vinny does a masterful job of just, like, working his way up to atrocity? Yes, correct. I think whoever is the last person on the uh, Scum Parade every week should just be called the Creep of the Week. Okay. You win Creep of the Week. Yeah, I'm down with that. It's Erica Black this week, folks. This woman is without question, and I'm quoting the sheriff, the most despicable excuse for a human being I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, and she's ugly, and she doesn't dress very well. It's like, all right, we don't she's need all got, these opinions from you, She sure. probably has a shitty podcast. <laughs> we don't need all these, these opinions. We got it. She does have a shitty podcast, Carl. She's a live streamer. I know she that. Does. She's a she live does. streamer. The sheriff noted that Black was already in the county jail for aggravated battery with a deadly weapon after she stabbed a 68-year-old man twice. However, the sheriff said the video of Black killing Sadie, her dog... Which was recorded in October of last year was the most horrific thing he thinks he's ever seen in his life. They have not released this video. I have not seen the video. Nor am I looking for it. I Exactly correct. Yes. I could have probably found this, and someone will probably send it to me. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Do you want to explain what it is, though, real quick? She basically takes the dog to her pool, holds it underwater, and then she beats it on the deck. Like, she holds its leg in its tail and just fucking beats the After thing on the dead, back. After yeah, it's, it's dead. After it's dead. But yeah, I, I just want everyone to calm down real quick, because I know people get upset about things like this. It's not a real dog. It's a chihuahua. All right? So uh, it's fine. Heard here it was a golden retriever, Carl. It was just a chihuahua. Uh, it was a chihuahua. The rats of the dog world. Exactly. So Sadie is seen struggling before lifelessly floating in the pool. Black reportedly records the body of the chihuahua, takes the dog, slams it on the pool deck four different times. Two other dogs are seen watching Black do this. They're on fucking notice, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I won't be barking all night tonight. That's for like, sure. Yeah, they're just like, fuck, where is it? I'm going to go get her a newspaper. I don't know <laughs> where. Whose slippers are these? You can have them. Yep. They're fucking yours. Black left the dog's body on the sofa for several days and went on to live stream holding up the body during and, her live stream. And I just want to make this announcement, Vinny. I feel like it's my duty. Even though she did get a lot of super chats for this content, I don't want Stuttering John to start creating this type of content. Yes, it is very profitable. And a lot of people enjoy it, but please do not murder animals during your lives. John, please stick to drinking and driving. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
It's so funny what he did this past week. Can we talk about it? Because yeah, it's so it's, goddamn funny. It's, it's um, incredible. I've always seen the still, and you kind of filled me in on this, so I'm half in. Go ahead, Carl. He was showing his house. He's you know, he an open house for a shitty apartment yeah. in Canoga Park. And, he, of course, he has to do his beer on the balcony episode at 2 o'clock on Saturday because, God forbid, he'd miss one or, or do it at a different time. He needs a super chaps to go to the pub. Right. So because he can't be in his house, he goes out to his car. And because he's in L.A. and it's a million degrees, he has to have the car running and the air conditioning on. And, of course, it's beer on the balcony. He has to drink beer. You know, it's, it's the name of the show. There's nothing else he could do. His hands are tied on that one. So what he did is technically illegal, drinking and driving, you, having the, the car my running. have committed a crime. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid idiot. And he live streamed it. Michael so. Polpock has the tape. <laughs> Sorry for putting it <laughs> What a moron. Uh, All right. Can we go back to this? You can get away with that without having legal, legal ramifications? You're oh out of your God. fucking mind. All right. He is out of his mind. Um, can we get back to the story, though, about Erica Black? Yeah, what do you got? What do you want to talk about? This fucking joke that the cop came out with. Did you see that? Which joke was this, Carl? Why don't you tell the joke? He goes, oh, if it's up to me, she won't even be able to have a pet rock in the future. Yeah, I believe he said, quote, I will lose my crap because this woman doesn't deserve to have anything. Yeah, I think she could turn any animal into a pet rock. I think she's proven that. <laughs> I, I, I would be more upset that she has a pool. <laughs> Yeah, I right. like this dog murdering bitch gets to have a pool. <laughs> nice looking pool, too. Yeah. I saw the photo. I'm like, God, yeah. I'd hang out there. So either way, she is in jail right now because she apparently stabbed a guy that nobody gives a fuck about. Everybody's more upset about the chihuahua. Yeah. Either way, uh, that's our creep of the week this week. Erica Black. Can we also find out who the people are who are watching these live streams and throw them in jail, too? I'm guessing it was probably on the kill stream. It just seems like it would fit. <laughs> For something like this. Ethan's new content. Ladies and gentlemen, as we told you, the Creep Off Roast is sold out. We are excited to say our buddy Pat Dixon is coming up for the roast. Yes, that's The Cardiff exciting. Electric Podcast is going to be there. Nice. Dr. Steve is going to be there. Yay! Hey, get that boo ready. Okay. Justin Brown's going to be there. Please. Who else is going to be there? Andy Crow. Producer Chris. Boring. And the voice of Syracuse will be our roast master, Brian McBride. And we are possibly working on I had a fun idea, and I want people's opinions on this. Oh, okay, great. So what I want to do is, for this great after party we're going to do, I want to have Creep Off Karaoke for the very first time. Cool. And the rule is very simple, folks. You can only do a song that was either very creepy or was originally sung by a creep. Anything you want to do by R. Kelly... Fine by us. Anything you want to do by Michael, Michael Jackson's Jackson. fine. Or if you just want to do one of those songs where we're talking about like uh, a hot 15-year-old girl or whatever other creepy nonsense. She's been. only seven. <laughs> That's Teeth. a pretty creepy one. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, you can have fun with it. Either way, yeah. start thinking about your songs so that if you're coming to the roast or to have a, a VIP party, it's going to be a blast. So I'm very much looking forward to that. If you want to leave us a voicemail, uh, report a creep. The number is 585-371-8108. You can send us an email, thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. There is going to be a bonus Patreon episode coming up on Thursday, folks, so keep an eye out for that, all you patrons. And past that, I want to get the fuck out of here. So, Carl, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia!
reality supposed to be? Ciao, Bella. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures.